Welcome to the Language for Leading podcast with the founder and CEO of the Business of Leading Incorporated, Julian Sturton. Since the early 1990s, Julian has equipped leaders from across the globe with an operating system and real-world set of tools that have improved relationships on all levels, and the work has meant real success in business and life for so many. Hello, I'm Jordan Rich, and as Julian Sturton often says, conversations are our means to get things done. Conversations inspire actions and form agreements. Until there's conversation, nothing happens. You've got the Language for Leading podcast, and we're about to make things happen. So here we are, lots to talk about, lots to think about. We are, as you say, dynamic entities with a lot going on, a lot more than meets the surface. We thought we'd focus on something that's uh, pretty basic to everyone's existence, consciousness. And philosophers have spent uh, millennia or two or three coming up with the definition or Uh, an understanding of it. But how does that factor into, the idea of consciousness factor into what we're talking about with the language for leading? Let me give you a a visual so it makes sense. Imagine you're in a car, an automobile, Mm -hmm. right? And you've learned some of the other distinctions, like you've got this dashboard now. You're beginning to see that the language of leading with all of its pieces is like seeing... Uh, the levers and controls and the instruments in an automobile. Mm-hmm. Human life could be like the automobile, yes, and the way forward could be the highway. So that's the case, again, using an analogy. It'd be like you're holding on to the structure of existence, yes. You've got the who, why, what factor, rather like, I don't want to directly compare it to, like, the steering wheel. I I think you could make that comparison. It's a triangle, but maybe a triangular steering wheel might be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm digging it. So now we've got a task of realizing that as the the laws of motion, right, are enabling us to pursue or be in pursuit of something. And we're kind of very uncertain, maybe the direction or where we're going. But we have got this powerful distinction that maybe distinguishes us from any other creature or any other form of life. It's consciousness. So when you hear consciousness, when Jordan uh, Rich hears consciousness, what do you hear? I hear and feel a sense of awareness, a depth that, that I think, in other words, I'm not in, if let's take the analogy of the car. Mm. My, I'm conscious about my surroundings, about my direction, and about my need to pay attention. When I'm not conscious, I'm going into what they call highway hypnosis, and I'm just on automatic pilot, and I sometimes right. miss my exit. Right. That was a long way to answer that. Well, I think that. You're, you're correct in saying that because yes, we we may we may understand the term consciousness, but you might have to go to a psychological school to understand theories, because it's very theoretical. Isn't it's it? very theoretical, and of course, I don't know if we're going to get into a discussion of the soul, because I believe there's a consciousness to the soul and a life to the soul that is eternal. That's my own belief. Could be. Again, that's my belief. Yes, right. right. Which is why a lot of beliefs 
could be that beliefs and could be's. Yeah. Maybe sort of go hand in hand. Yes. You know, I could do that, but I don't believe that's a good idea. We could get out of Afghanistan, but but we don't believe and could be for. So there's a lot of subjective. Uh, I call it nonsense. But we'll get into sense in a moment. Okay. This is a bit like the the bit that they got on Star Trek regarding Newton's principles. Although I realise that the study I did in Newton principles. So. If there's something at the midst of that for which allows us to be aware, how do we know to be aware? Yes, how do we know? Yeah. Is it instinctive? Does consciousness provide that as a, point. as a methodology for survival and understanding? And is it a method? If so, can you explain the method without being a neuroscientist or without being Carl Gustav Jung or Sigmund Freud? Because they spent their whole lives dedicating yeah, themselves right, right. to how to calculate if they – and I, I think they did a pretty poor job, by the way. Can you define consciousness by lack thereof? In other words, if something is not alive and conscious and sentient – is that the polar opposite of consciousness? It's not a very good definition. It isn't, is it? No. But what I'm saying, which is what I said 10 minutes ago, if we're a dynamic force, then you've got to inscript the term force, which is why I think social media is taking a side swipe, that it's getting us off course rather than getting us indirect. Because when you're direct with someone, and I'm finding this out over and over again, that when I'm really direct to someone, you could introduce the word mean. Oh, he's mean. No, I mean what I say, and, and say I what say what mean. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I learned as a kid, you see. Yeah. And you learn the Hard Knocks Club, especially given... The fact that we've turned our power, for the most part, over to our background conversation, not realizing that the foreground conversation showed up fairly recently mm. to wake us up. So in other words, this virus is a, a reflection of the background conversation's inability to deal with the future. So the frontal cortex showed up. This is the ultimate coping mechanism. It's not that I believe in little green men. Little green men don't give a fuck about my beliefs. <laughs> They've got about 12 billion years head start on yeah, us, wherever yeah, they came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. They don't want war. This is not Independence Day where they, they want to kill us. They've gone through that phase. Let me come back to the, the term itself, consciousness. Consciousness, yes which sounds a lot like conscience, but that's a different word that's altogether. Different word, yeah. But consciousness, I suggest that people who are with you on a direct plane, as you said, when you mean what you say and say what you mean, you can detect a sense of consciousness in that person. Yeah, and if you're being direct, you're really going to stir up the background conversation. Oh, absolutely. Like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. And I prove that test every single time. Even my wife, she gets pissed off. She hears me because I'm in the, the basement. 
talking to people. And she's terrified. And I've said this to her because I remind you of your dad. Mm. And she doesn't like to hear that. She doesn't like hearing nasty things. You know, death, horrible things. She doesn't like horror movies. She doesn't like hearing bad things on the news. Because that's a reminder, a reminder of the background conversation when it's often left up to your own devices. And when you're young, right? That's when the impression is made or the indentation yes, or the trauma right. is made. So if we are a dynamic force, like a, a piece of machinery that's got emotions or a piece of machinery that is integrated with background foregoing conversations throughout the whole interactive molecular neurological system that they're discovering now is in fact the machinery that's going on. Every single one of your molecules, which by the book Molecular Emotion made complete sense, right? So the operating system and all the other contributing components is that the, the, the structure of existence that exists between the mind and body has a on and off switch of multitude proportions. There are gazillions, there's, there's as many trillion on and off switches that are going on throughout a whole body. We're just slowly beginning to find that out. Well, you, you know, it's so true. Um, there are movements and all kinds of meditative discussions about being in the moment, finding your Zen, all that kind of stuff. And I'm not going to get into it, but let me. But let me, let me just say this. Yeah, sure. And what you're saying is, uh, this constitution that we've talked about, this structure of existence. If the pieces are in place and you've made peace with who and why and what, mm. doesn't that automatically open up a, a door to consciousness, awareness, feeling, sensation, understanding? It does. It's as if the big picture of life mm. and an example of one of the parts of the big picture of life on a universal scale is these distinctions of which the consciousness is the very is like the key to one of the multitude of doors we're not quite sure as to which door we're entering into or going through so the, let's get deep into the consciousness piece i'd love to okay so imagine you're driving this vehicle called life right down the highway that is based upon the direction in which there may be a set of universal principles which we're trying to figure out you know, where the fuck we're going, mm -hmm. which is why it questions the whole idea of Taoism and the ancients that said, if we're not changing our direction, we're likely to end up where we're headed. There couldn't be a truer phrase spoken. <laughs> so let's call it, for the sake of it, analogously, that humans are, are machines with emotions. So you're in the vehicle of life and you've got on the dashboard all of these language of lean distinctions and you've got your gas on the foot on the gas there is a it's rather like this consciousness like a dial picture it like a dial okay you put your foot on the gas um and there are hold on um entertain four, one, six 
Six notches on that dial? Yes. Okay. This is the first one. we barely gotten out of his first one, but it's sort of slight. Okay, we've got foot slightly against the pedal. And all being elements, and all being all part of the, who we are being. So okay. being is at the very core of this whole thing. You can imagine like a dial. So right now, and few people are extending. They got their gas slightly more. There's a more energy, you know, when it's around someone when you. Oh yes. When they're. When oh you're yes. Really energy when you're. It's, it's quite remarkable, isn't it? Yes. It, you know, it, 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 it's, it's the opposite of the energy vampire. <laughs> yeah. do, that sucks the energy. Do from you remember you. I sent you that written memo about organization? Yes. That was interesting, wasn't it? Very much. I so. wrote that years yeah. ago. Yeah. There's stuff I've written years ago, and I started writing this stuff by hand. Then I decided to type a lot of it up, but that was one of them. So we're in the car of life. Yes, we're in a car and, of life. And we're tapping the gas. We're tapping the gas, right? So the dial is somewhat the beginning, uh, but it's being. Mm-hmm. The first being is that we're being entertained. It gets a bit scary as we go through these things. Okay. Uh, because you'll begin to see the reality of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And this is the steering wheel. Pointing to the structure of existence. The structure of existence. So being entertained, what does that mean? We're being entertained. If you spent your whole life being entertained, and there are large parts of the population. I would be looking for nothing but pleasure, trying to avoid pain, and wanting my... My ego satisfied at every turn. Or you might suggest, there's many different versions of being entertained. You might just want to have something outside of you perform for you or do something for you or do something to you. Mm. It's where the doing and the being are not very, uh, not always very compatible. Okay. I use an analogy of being entertained. But it's pretty serious shit. Yes. If our consciousness doesn't engage us by virtue of, of how much we got the foot on the gas pedal or not. And, and that's where the addiction issue comes into play. Big time. Big time. I often use the analogy that oh, I'm being entertained. I'm at home and I've got the TV on and I've got the clicker and I've got popcorn. Oh, yeah. you got I'm watching popcorn. the latest... Amazon movie, and I'm hearing my wife, then she's shouting down, I can smell smoke, sweetheart. I'm watching I've got my game plan. Okay. You don't want to move yeah. away from, you can't stop. Okay, I hear it, sweetheart. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she smells smoke. I'm being entertained, because that's one way. Yeah, gotcha. Or I'm going on vacation. You know, the virus has come. Oh, what's a lot of people doing? Oh, they're going to go in a multi-million dollar sailboat, so they're going to go away. Oh, where's New York gone? Oh, it's shut down. Oh, they've gone away. Hmm. Be entertained. Hmm. You can see many, many examples. I can, I can see where you're going with that. Yeah. Entertained. It's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it goes with the, the conversation that JFK said. Think what not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Or even... There's never a truer smoke smoking. Bread and circuses. Give the people the bread and circus. Yeah. I mean, Nelson Mandela came up with one about something. I'm missing the quote. But he said, 
so that the people will be acknowledged for having done it themselves. Something along those lines. Mm. So that's the tap on the gas first part of that right. dial notch. Next one, slight more gas. By the way, this is, as far as I can tell, a recognition. If we use that throughout all of time or throughout the history of mankind, um, we are fluctuating between some of these. Okay. Not everybody. I'm not accusing the human race of not yet totally fucking ourselves up. But you know. <laughs> So the gas pedal, a bit more gas. The next phase, we've gone from being entertained, being informed. Okay. We touched on that. You see, I just want to go back to the being entertained bit. Uh, belief systems, religion, all fit within the paradigm of being entertained. I, I can understand where you're going with that, yeah, because... It's, it's usually one-way traffic. It, it's, it provides a lot of entertainment, quote-unquote, for the masses. Oh, yeah. As well as discipline. It could be bad, the ugly. It could be. So we've now somewhat entered it. We've, over the last, probably since, there were different phases intermingled between these different periods. Uh, We've been informed, and there's information that has gone on. Mm -hmm. You were probably being entertained where you had no distinction other than... uh, the crops have stopped growing. We better move on. Natural instincts. Survival. Oh, survival is being entertained. Mm-hmm. We'll get by. Being entertained. It's one-way traffic. Oh, the storms have wiped the crops out. Oh, there's hurricanes going. Oh. But by being informed, that's a whole different arrangement with this. Yep. Being, inter- being informed. Again, as much again, as we're, Bill we're, Gates would like to think of information <laughs> technology, nah. We're focusing on the the consciousness issue. This is here. all this is all awareness. Awareness. Like driving down the highway. Well, I've just got my driving license. Oh, down the highway. Yeah, okay. Being informed. Oh, there's a no left turn sign there. Okay, good. Oh, don't do that. I'll do it anyway. Uh, obedience. There's all a, a lot of collect activity going on and being informed, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could get, we could, when you hear being informed, give me some examples. Uh, you just said it, uh, traffic rules, laws, um, uh, the spin, <laughs> depending on where you read or watch television or w- read newspapers, the spin of, of uh, legislation, politics, economics, learning about, but then there's uh Things like mathematics, science, you know, thirsty for information, thirsty for being being curious. Right. There's another piece that I haven't thought of until just now, and I said this to Tony many years ago. Uh, it's, it's somewhat to do with the consciousness, our awareness, especially when we think of being informed. Now I think of being informed. Um which is three universal but very interactive conditions. They're universal. The one is 
our relation with time, which is occupation, right? That's one. The other is um, procreation. That's our relationship with each other. Mm -hmm. These all relative terms. I call them relationship terms. One is occupation, which is our relationship. Term. The other third part is, which is uh, uh, procreation, which is our relationship with ourselves. And the other is our, our relationship with everything else. It's differentiation. So you've got occupation, procreation, and differentiation. Think about those. They're pretty big. You know, they're once big once again, a triad. Yeah, all these triads. The ancient Egyptians, the Pythagoreans, were the ones that understood that the, the prime number was three. It wasn't one. Hmm. And I asked Miles Bernier, he was gonna. He got obnoxious. He passed away. I was. And someone said he died actually. Uh, not so long ago. You said he was obnoxious. Yeah, really. <laughs> Why? I've no idea. Yeah. Cantankerous, you could call it. But he he talked to me. He, but he always put things up as a sort of a challenge for me. He wouldn't, he wouldn't tell me what to do. He wouldn't even tell me how to do it. He said, go find it out. If you I told you about the fact that he asked me to read the Theotetitus of Plato. I yes, told you that. Yes. And he told me, no, he said, you're like a spoiled girl wanting to push on a swing. He made me read. I don't know what force was doing that. He made me read that whole book. I read it three times, actually. Incredible. <laughs> he was like an extension of Socrates. Amazing, isn't it? How it's been drummed here. Let's let's return if, if we can yeah. to consciousness. I I yeah. want to know what happens when I floor the gas pedal. Good, we're getting there. Okay, because I'm all about speeding up. Yeah, but being informed is 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 uh, okay. It it contains arrogance. It contains arrogance, ignorance, and and stupidity. Being informed, it doesn't yet have any prejudice. It doesn't have any discrimination. Do you follow me? Being informed. Because a fact is a fact? Well, yeah. If someone says to you that Jordan knows everything. That's... <laughs> so what? I'm blushing. <laughs> no, what? No, this is... A, exactly. I was put... I asked myself this question. You know, what if Julian knows everything? I mean, outside of my own self-interest, who gives a fuck? Let me ask you this about that make being informed. What about being informed about somebody you need to have a conversation with in the family and you've done a little research so you know going in uh, that this person has a proclivity to A, B, or C and it makes you a, an informed and more successful conversationalist. Is that part of the process? It is. But remember, we're going down the highway of life. That's true. Right? Mm -hmm. or life is going down some highway. We're supposed to be responsible and accountable for this interrelationship that we've called a structure of existence. Wait till we get the others. Then then okay. Make sense. okay. So being informed, I just said, imagine you knew everything. Imagine you knew everything. Anything outside of your own governance, who gives a fuck? It may be important, because like driving down, if you were informed and the police said there was a left turner, you went right. Okay. Oh. So the next one, the next thing on the gas pedal is when it gets interesting. Because we're somewhere between the being informed and the next one. Majority of human race. There's still a bunch of people that 
still in being entertained. They're just in the entertained section. Just right. <laughs> just uh, beliefs like the, the give me my video game. Give like, me my video games. I'm a lot happy. of the people that showed up on January the sixth mm. fit into that category of being entertained, mm-hmm. and it could be very dangerous. Can be, you know. Unfortunately, the Nazi Party was somewhat held hostage by being entertained. Mm-hmm. And that sounds strange, but no, I I. I can understand that very clearly. Yeah. Uh, the, the Japanese declared war on the U.S. because they were trying to convince the U.S. right that'd be a good idea to bring them back to the negotiating table. That's partly what I heard about the Japanese. Mm. They were not too happy with us cutting off their oil. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they wanted. To, oh, let's go bomb. Yes. You remember that famous saying by. Uh, was it? Oh, we've woken the sleeping giant. Yes, 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 yes. It's all being entertained, being fun. Now the next one. So you see why the large part of the population is, is still within the being entertained and informed. Hmm. Curious. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see. Let's get to the next one. Put more gas on it. This is called being warned. Being warned. Yes. Being warned. See if you. S- Think of what we're seeing now. You'll see what I mean. Because, okay, whether I believe in little green men has got nothing to do with it. And the little green men don't give a fuck as whether I believe in them or not. Mm-hmm. It's what Einstein was trying to come up with. You know, belief systems, pretty dangerous shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still exposing ourselves to these different elements of consciousness. So being warned. And I think the large part of the, the world is still stuck between informed and being warned. In warning in that So case, when you hear being warned, what do you hear? I a fear. I, I immediately think, uh-oh, look out, something's coming. Well, there's consequences. Consequences, yeah. Yeah, you know, I said to my kids when I was teaching them to drive, I said, look, you can go through life experiencing lies and truths, but... Depends on which choice you make as to whether or not you're going to respond to those, right? You're going to be responsible for the consequences. Mm-hmm. It's like life outside of you, young children. So so it's not necessarily – it's not a, a negative in this case. It's no. what protects us. It saves us. It could be. But it, it could, could be, be a, a negative. It could be a negative. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because immediately I thought – when it, I thought of a finger wagging. I'm warning you. Oh, yeah. I mean, they <laughs> knew by the photographs, the evidence, that there were concentration camps in Germany. Of course. We didn't bomb the railroads we, when we could We did fuck all about it. Yeah. Because why? Our belief systems are being entertained. We were preoccupied with what's happening now. Sometimes I think it's getting better. Sometimes I think it's getting a lot worse. Maybe it's supposed to get worse before it's supposed to get better. Could Maybe be. we've got the whole game plan, which is why I invite you to the look at that movie, Arrival. Did you see that? I've seen the movie. It's a science fiction film that has brilliant. a lot of implications about it's fucking brilliant. what the intelligence out there is really all about and how we can communicate. So we're now traveling, if we're using the illusion of the road, uh, about 65 miles per hour. Mm. We're we're not speeding. Okay, we're no, at a good no, it, clip. This is where it gets exciting. 
Now we've got the gas on the pedal a little bit more. But we're not skipping anything, but there's an awful lot of substance to oh, yes. this yes. consciousness. Because, I'm sure, sure there is. You know, some anthropologists said, and zoologists and psychologists said, there's our consciousness that distinguishes us from every other form of life. You know, the roses in my eye, I'm not sure as to whether they're conscious. I don't think they have to be. In my neighbor's dog, I don't know whether he's Possessing of the structure of existence. It's it's instinct. Yeah, okay. But the whole purpose beyond natural instinct is what's brought us to bear upon this consciousness. So a bit more on the gas pedal. It's when it gets exciting. Being competitive. Now, what is it? that is in competition. Are you asking me? Yeah. I would say, and I've told this to students in the business I'm in, this is my interpretation. You're primarily competing with yourself. That's my interpretation of competition. It's a lot simpler than that, although... Although you can see where I'm going. Yes, I do. The the (laughs) content is what you're referring to, but the context of being competitive... It's something that we've spent almost every moment of our discussion distinguishing. What is it that is in competition? Well, what's the foreground and the background? That's competing against each other all the time, all twenty-four seven. Exactly. Yeah. Now you've got to be somewhat able to distinguish between intellect and intelligence which we're far from that as a species. Mm-hmm. She can know as much as you like. And the ego will say, I told you so. <laughs> Heard that one before. Right? Indeed, indeed I have. Indeed oh, I have. No, no, no. Told you so. Why? I'm an ego. Oh. You mean foreground conversation, like the frontal... Co- oh. Now I know what you mean by being competitive. Oh. We've got our work cut out here. <laughs> Except we have responsibility, accountability. Mm-hmm. Those are very, almost insoluble, but very deciding factors. Indeed. What could possibly come after competition, competitiveness? Interesting. I contested these two because I thought there was just one, but there's not. After, there's two. So the gas is on the camera. Being cooperative. Hmm. When I heard Biden and some other people say, oh, we're going to wait until the Taliban cooperate. (laughs) Not a good idea. They're not known for cooperation. That's why Churchill was brilliant on Dunkirk. And without the stand, even though he may not have used the word stand, he got 350,000 living human beings because he wasn't asking for boatmanship for private people to take their little boat. Oh, have you got qualifications for the boatmanship? He told, I can't remember the admiral's name, who he rang up, who was a retired admiral. He said, Admiral, get every motherfucker who can get a vessel over there. It's moving. It's like 
It wasn't. But how do we do that? Ask how. You just fucking do it. That's the cooperation between background and foreground conversations. I don't care whether you know how to swim. Take your craft. And get the job done. It's amazing. Oh, it is. It's one of the greatest feats of rescue in modern history. No question about it. No question about it. And that's why, you know, we're still learning. So the last one. Foot on the gas pedal. See, when you hear cooperation, what do you hear? Uh, there's an ism attached to that one, but I think there's an ism. You know, a lot of isms. Yeah. There's a big ism. If my wife asked me to take the garbage out more fucking times, you know, I'm not going to negotiate with her or argue with her because then that has the ism involved. All right, I... I What's the ism I'm talking about? Searching for the word uh, defeatism. <laughs> Close, could be. What? What is it? Cynicism. Ah, okay. I'll cooperate. All right, dear. Oh, yeah. She's fucking pissed. And when, uh, it's when the eyes start rolling. Exactly. I got you. It's like, oh, she's trying to threat me now. All right. Fucking garbage. It, 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 it allows the background conversation to get on its hiatus. Yes, it does. I'll cooperate. Then I questioned it. I thought, no, I'll put the foot on the gas pedal. What's next? Oh, my goodness. This would be the final one, right? I think it is. Okay. We're pinning the needle on this. This is what one. Martin Ving talked about, and many other people have talked about this. Gandhi talked about this whole thing. Courage? Close, yes. That has a lot of contributing factor to it. Let us in on it then. Being collaborative. Collaborative. Different than cooperative. Very much so. How are the two different? When you're... We're so far away from this baby. Yeah. When you collaborate, you're, you're willing to, to listen to the other side, but you want your side heard as well. You want to put the resources together and work as a team. Well, I think you're one. Yeah, that's team. And we're one species. There's no I in team. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. I think we're one. And the the little green men are thinking, when are they going to start behaving like one species? You're a movie fan. I know you are. Yeah. You mentioned Arrival, which is a modern film. I'm sh- I shouldn't say I'm sure because we haven't talked about this. The Day the Earth Stood Still, 1953. Brilliant. Okay, good. Thank this you. This is exactly that. That's what we're talking about. Yes. That's what we're talking about. Where Sam Jaffe and uh, Michael Rennie, Michael Rennie plays the alien. He's the first, exactly. That black, yeah. At, and, and it's the greatest moral lesson that we haven't obviously followed suit with. But everything stops, the cars stop, so that we can stop and get conscious. Exactly. Brilliant movie, that. Yeah. I made the people we went to stay with last. New Year's Eve, not this one, but the one before, who live up, and they, they took us to uh, Tanglewood, but we were at their house last year, and I made everybody watch the movie. Actually, we watched the, the recent one. Uh, not as good with Keanu as, Reeves. No. You're, you're Michael Rennie, uh, British, brilliant actor. I know. 
No ambiguity in that one. No, no, Patricia Neal. Great movie, Robert That's anything about black and white movies. They're black and white movies. They're, they're, they're black and white. They come pretty much as they are, exactly. So in wrapping up the discussion, which, by the way, you said it best, the spokes in this wheel could go on forever. There's so much depth and so much stuff here that you can talk about, I yeah. know. But in wrapping it up... And we're uh, getting on the launching pad, you and I, with... Yeah, I think, oops. yeah. I think this is exciting because part of me has been seeking out this platform of the podcasting. Well, the platform enables us to talk amongst each other, amongst ourselves, and share our conversation with literally the world. And it's a medium that is perfect for the language for leading. Perfect, because it's all about conversation. And that's the final question or comment I'd like you to share with me on this one. Mm. Conversation, conversing, language, connecting, communicating. It's such a basic tenet of well, what we're talking of, about. Don't forget the, the term inter. Inter. It can come with almost most words. And then you've got internet. That makes it all very volatile, isn't it? But what was it? Uh, some famous statement said, uh, negotiate, 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 and then negotiate more. Don't stop talking. Do we want to, shall we have time to get into the organization conversation? We certainly shall when our conversation resumes. The conversation continues on the Language for Leading podcast with Julian Sturt, available on all podcast platforms. Remember to subscribe, download, rate, and review the show, and tell your friends and colleagues about it. The Language for Leading podcast impactful conversation about fundamental principles that will grow your business and change your life for the better.